0: Sumugi Takanashi is the inexperienced manager for a new idol group under her father's small agency. The idol group is named Idolish 7 and consists of seven male members, each with their own unique personality and background. She must train and turn them all into famous idols, all while struggling against the hardships of the entertainment industry. Is Idolish 7 the perfect series to introduce your friends to anime? Or should it be relegated to your own personal weeb watch list? I'm PJ. I'm Skylar. I'm Lauren. And this is Kawaii Disappointment. (laughs) You know what's a lost art in these uh, modern days? What? What? The DVD home screen. (sighs)
1: Ugh. Seriously.
0: I was obsessed with the fact, like, because, you know, it would be like a whole experience. You look back at some DVDs. There's actually this website where you could just kind of leave a DVD home screen playing because, you know, you would fall asleep watching a DVD and then go back to the home screen. And like they used to like put like little snippets and fun bits and bonus content and little things on the on the home screen.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The menu. I remember those.
0: Yeah. The menus were great. And just DVD extras were amazing. I think the best DVD extra of all time was Far Far Away Idol from the Shrek 2 DVD. <laughs>
2: I agree. I forgot about this. Oh my god! You just brought back so many memories. Do I think Simon Cow is a fucking cheater? Yes. Oh, he's my fave. Of course he is. Always the problematic boy for me. He
1: <laughs> always, anytime I want to choose one of the singers, he doesn't like. He declares himself as a winner, and you know what? What? I don't think he do a good job. I don't. I don't think he does a good job. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Oh, my God. I don't think I ever actually played it. Listen. Okay. So basically, Lauren, um, Mm. you have the characters from Shrek 2 come out and they do musical performances. And then you act as like a judge alongside Shrek and Fiona and Simon Cowell. And you choose which one's the best. I honestly loved the Glee uh, stepsister like okay. performance, and I wanted her to win so bad. And Simon Cowell would be like, no, you're wrong. I'm the winner. And then he would start singing, and then the game would end. <laughs> I just, I need to show it to you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but oh regardless, God. yeah, it was it, it was a ridiculous, fun time. We love Far, Far Away Idol, and let's talk about idols just a little bit more. Hello, and welcome to Kawaii's Appointment, the show where two lifelong weebs, PJ...
1: And Skylar
0: guide their non weeb friend, Lauren, through a new anime every week to determine if it's a kawaii success or a kawaii disappointment. Ooh. This week we are watching Idolish 7 as we close out Listener Month number two, Performance Month. This anime was, no surprise, recommended by our patron Jellums, who uh, is obsessed with Idolish 7. Uh,
2: Jellums! <laughs> I'm excited.
0: Jellums is quite possibly the number one Idolish Seven fan in the world. Uh, so thank you so much for finally uh getting us to watch idolish 7
2: i'm Here so go. excited <laughs> god i hope i hope we don't disappoint you uh-oh you know what this, this is, is so where much uh, this is
0: where jobs stops listening is because we don't like idolish <laughs> oh, no. we'll see we'll see the the suspense is in the air so uh lauren idolish 7 what do you think this anime is going to be about
2: well um, i'm thinking this is going to be an idol anime Based on a really? few, uh, just a few context clues, hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the fact that we're like in performance month, the fact that Idol is in the title, and the number seven, um, I'm thinking this is going to be a boy band group with uh, seven members. In in the band and um you
0: think it's i you think they're gonna be idols but i think they're just gonna be idol ish
2: idol ish yeah so well i think this is gonna be (laughs) their origin story because they're not idols yet they're just idol ish they're not like other idols they're not yeah they're they're different from other idols So, um, yeah, I think this is going to be the origin story of a boy band. And I mean, classic idol anime. We're going to be falling in love with all seven of these boys and rooting for a love match with a female, whomever she may be. (laughs) So I think that's gonna be, or maybe not. I don't Seven, <laughs> or maybe not.
0: Yeah, who knows? Maybe they're all in love with each other. This is a uh, this is, po- this is uh, a septuple. Oh
2: my god, that's <laughs> so cute. <laughs> a seven polycule. I, I love it. Yeah, so into that. That's way better. <laughs>
0: uh, so once you saw the poster, did your thoughts change?
2: No. No, this is uh this is clearly your idol group here. I got it in one.
0: Alright, well tell me about this idol group.
2: Yeah, all these men are very extremely talented. They probably have performance specialties and weaknesses, because all groups do. But I think that the differences between them are very minor. So I'm going to quickly go through from left to right their their personalities, just like quick hot takes. So Starting at the far left with the boy making <laughs> making eyes at his neighbor. I think he's the flirt. He's totally in love with the boy next to him. And we're going to be seeing a will they, won't they throughout the anime. The orangish, pinkish hair, the boy jumping next to him. Um, he's the happy to be here boy. He's the sunshine of the group. He's going to work real hard to like make sure everyone's having a good time. The dark-haired boy next to him is clearly the reserved-but-has-feelings-deep-down boy. The redhead, also jumping, is the leader of the group. He's the only one showing, like, full torso, so, like, there you go. And then we have the brown-haired boy with glasses, smart boy, boom, next. Pink hair next to him, lavender hair, I can't tell. (laughs) Anyway, uh, that is your mom-friend boy. He's going to be the one who always has all the supplies that they need in his purse. And then the silver haired boy is the, <laughs> I do not have a single thought in my head, boy. That's your himbo who is talented, but like not all there. So there you go. There's your idol group. I I love how
1: fast this was. You do, You're <laughs> doing such a great job.
0: But you know what, it makes sense, because I also feel like when we did um, Prince Sama over on the Patreon, it was very similar, because at this point, you just have to find boy band personality types to attribute to them. Exactly.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah. There is there is a cookie cutter to these animes. You have to have certain certain boxes that you tick. So- 100%. Here you go. Here are the boxes ticked.
0: Yeah. And tick, hopefully tick, we tick, don't get Lyme disease from all these ticks.
2: Oh, God. Yay!
0: <laughs> Well, let's go ahead and watch episodes one and two of Idolish Seven, and we'll be right back. So stay tuned, everyone. All right, we're back. We had Lauren watch episodes one and two of Idol Seven. Lauren, tell me, what did you think?
2: This is just so light. It's so happy. It is the perfect storm for being a comfort anime. This is one hundred percent agreed. Yeah, yeah.
0: It it was so enjoyable in a very relaxing way.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Ah, I. Well, who doesn't love like a good idol anime,
0: right? Exactly. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who does, does it? it?
1: Who Do- does it? <laughs> but let's talk about
0: this idol anime just a little bit more as we go through some quick housekeeping. So, Idler 7, like most uh, idol anime, is based on a Japanese rhythm game developed and published by Bandai Namco with music collaborations by Lantis for Android and iOS platforms. It was first released in Japan on August 20th, of 2015. The project features uh, characters designed by Arina Tanamura. Idolish, Idolish 7 has spawned several manga and, anim, and anime adaptations. So the manga was done by Nokoshi Yamada and ran in Hana Lala Online from 2015 to present and is still ongoing. The anime series uh, is directed by Makoto Besho and done by Studio Troika for Tokyo MX and ran from January 7th, 2018 to May 19th, 2018 for 17 episodes. So it does continue with Idolish Seven Second second beat, which ran from April 2020 to December 2020 for 15 episodes, and most recently Idolish 7's third beat, which started airing in 2021 and has a current run of 30 episodes, uh, most recently ending in... In February of 2023 there's also an OVA Idolish 7 Vibrato that released uh, it re- ran from February 2018 to March of 2019 for 8 episodes obviously as an idol anime there are also a lot of studio albums there are five. there are 2 uh, fully original studio albums which with then uh, 3 uh, show soundtracks one for Idolish 7 one for 2nd beat and one for 3rd beat uh, several singles and they even had the- one of their songs In the meantime, chart on the Japanese Hot 100 in 2017. Good
1: for them. That's so sweet. I love that. Yeah, no, that's really, really fun.
2: Honestly, for like an anime song to get on a chart like that, I think i be a good song. I hope that's Honestly, in context somewhere. I'm I'm not that surprised because like they are a boy band. Technically, they are you know, a boy band. And I did enjoy, you know, the songs we listen to, but I'm interested in that one. What, who is she?
0: Who is she? <laughs> who is she? But with that... <laughs> Uh, let's quickly go through uh, episodes one and two. Uh, Takanashi Samugi is tasked with managing Takanashi Productions' newest idol group, Idolish 7, and is also instructed to, after meeting them, hold an audition and reject four of them. After deliberating. Uh, she decides to advocate for having all seven of them stay on regardless of her father's wishes and she later learns that this was actually all a test to see if she could not only stand up for herself as a manager but realize what each of them brought to the table separately and all seven of them get to stay and form Idolish Seven. In episode two, confident in her ability to promote such a promising and talented group, Samugi's ambitiously reserves a large outdoor venue for their first concert, spends all night making their first website and flyers to promote them and is even helped by the guy to help pass out the flyers. Little does she know, it is a little harder to promote a new group and only nine people show up to the venue. However, after feeling like a failure, her father lets her know that this is kind of what he expected. And that she just needs to look for new ways to promote them and more loud ways to promote them. She goes to break the news to the band, who is actually excited to realize that they only have a small audience to perform for, as they were all nervous and actually expected a small turnout anyways. She goes into the audience and all nine of the new fans, plus... Plus, her and the rest of the company watch their first performance, and it goes off without a hitch, and they start to explode. Meanwhile, the the new hot band Trigger happens to drive by and hear them perform, potentially pointing at a future rivalry. And that's episodes one and two of Idolish Seven.
2: Woo! I just <laughs> the first episode threw me for a loop because it was like this was all a test, and you passed. I was like, oh my fucking god, <laughs> this was a test. <laughs> It always is, though,
0: Lauren. When I said it was just a test, Skylar literally said, it always is. (laughs) Skylar watches a lot of these types of anime, so she's also very, very uh, aware of the tropes. Yes. Yes. The only other one I've seen is Prince Sama.
2: Same. Prince Sama. So, So yeah, I was like, this was a test. But I'm glad that all seven stayed. I do genuinely like all seven of the boys.
0: Yes, and they have such a fun dynamic together. I love that they... There's not, I mean, there's like certain little heats here and there, but overall they get along very immediately. Like I like when, um, when Samuki's like, oh wow, how long have you guys been working together? And they're like, oh, we just met this morning. And she's like, cause you what don't the- get that vibe. Yeah, They're already very in sync and having a lot of fun together. Bye, and bye,
2: in bye. sync. It
0: would have been sad to have, <laughs> well, she makes that joke. She's like, you guys are so in sync. And I literally, Skylar and I were like, bye, 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 bye. bye, bye. <laughs> Um. Oh my god Um, You guys need to get back to the streets Oh god Anyway,
2: yeah, yeah They have a really good dynamic They all have a very clear place in the group Where they definitely take up their own space But they also complement each other extremely well Like when one of them starts to spiral And other ones there being like Yo, let's just go buy some sports drinks for everybody And like (laughs) it's fine (laughs) I, it's so cute though. I love that everything is
1: like on him. And, um, wait, really quick. What's the guy with the
2: glasses? What's his name? Best um, boy. Yamato? That's his best boy. That's his name. Yeah, it's Yamato.
0: Yamato Nikaido.
2: Best boy. I love that he's like, all right, I'm
1: out because I'm just in this for revenge. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> He's like, you guys clearly care about this more than I do, so like, I'll just, I'll just bow out. It's like, fine. Oh my god, I love him. No, it's
0: super funny that he's like, whatever. I'm just gonna leave. I was just doing this for revenge. and it's like, on who?
2: That's <laughs> oh, I, that's the mystery.
0: But I, again, like, right, they all have very fun personalities. So like, you know, for anyone that didn't watch the anime, so we have Iori, who is like the the young one. He's also the younger brother of one of the other members, I but he's. Love- Like, but he's super, like, uh, kind of reserved, really smart. He's like, kind of like a mini perfectionist, likes his cold, calm, stationary. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And you have mm -hmm. Yamato, who is the oldest one, who is uh, like the expressive one, Uh, but he's like, Super smart. He's like the de facto leader of the group. Yep. You have Mitsuki Mitsuki Mitsuki, who's Yori's older brother. Uh, he's the one who's been trying to do this forever. He's been auditioning to be an idol for like his entire life. And he just now is finally getting the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And he's also very short and very energetic. He's like a uh, puppy. You have Tamaki, who is the amazing dancer of the group. uh who loves and pudding. also kind of a little kind of a little uh vain, a little loopy. A little spacey. <laughs> he
2: loves his pudding. <laughs> That's yes! the love story that I want to read King about. King Pudding, specifically. And he loves King Pudding. He loves uh, his King Pudding.
0: Yes, Sogo, who is kind of an all around utility player uh, and also the nicest, most caring boy. So- cares yes, about honestly. all of his band members very the mom a lot. Friend. Yes, definitely the mom friend. Uh you have Nagi, who is uh my best boy, uh, because he <laughs> is uh he a is foreigner. Uh, a foreigner. He's half Japanese, half North Amerin, which is a mm-hmm. fictional European country. Which happens um, a lot. And he speaks in very broken Japanese, and it's so fucking funny to me all the time
1: and he is so many inflections too he's like ah, wah, wah,
2: wah,
0: ah. <laughs> um and he's a uh, romantic he's very french played up as f- very yeah
2: french. i yes. i assumed he was french yeah
0: uh and then you have Riku uh who is uh the band's secret weapon. Uh he's very innocent, very energetic, uh very intense. Uh but a little bit of a pushover in the group. Uh, but he is very direct and very uh very kind.
1: Right. And it's, always the, it's always the redhead. Yeah, it's, it's always the redhead is always the, redhead. the
0: glue. <laughs> Uh, Because you know what's even funny is um, even when she's kind of describing all of their strengths, when she gets to Rico, she's kind of just like, he has a lot of potential. There.
2: Uh, I was like you really did
0: do a good job selling him
2: I thought he was the best singer
0: no that's um Mitsuki
2: (laughs) (laughs) no I thought thought Mitsuki was like there I thought he was the Rudy Rudiger who like wanted this so badly but didn't have the same level of talent as the boys and I thought that Riku was the one who like has the best vocal and that cause he started singing and everyone was like stop what they did
0: oh you're right you're right you're right but when she was describing that she didn't know that yet Right. we're talking episode one, they don't realize he's a good singer until episode two.
1: Yeah, I love the shock everyone has in episode two. They're like, wow, you're actually so good. You get to sing the hook.
0: <laughs> um, yes. Also, he is constantly winded. So his voice actor is constantly having to breathe very heavily. Throughout all of episode one, he's just like... <sighs>
1: <laughs> well there's a reason for that
0: i was like damn did this motherfucker just walk up the wishes stairs
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: <laughs> that's a very niche comment
1: oh but so fucking true that's
0: for us three and patrick <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's it hey, patrick What's up?
0: oh gosh but um yeah no so the characters are super enjoyable um, super fun, super love their dynamic together. But then you also do have like the super fun dynamic with them and Samugi, who I also really like. Oh, I love her. You know, she's her. uh you know, she's she is a Nepo baby, right? Yeah, so, we kept
1: saying Nepo baby. But um, you know what? She passed the Nepo baby test.
0: She did pass the Nepo baby test.
1: She overcame her nepotism <laughs> baby. Wow. <laughs> She overcame the <laughs> nepotism.
0: Uh, but, you know, she's tasked to be this band's manager as her, like, first day on the job. Literally? Which feels like a lot to do right off the bat. Yeah. With right. no training, also, can we be clear? She, um, yeah, just has a
2: degree, and they're like, great, here you go. <laughs> Jesus. Uh,
0: then we have uh, Best Boy Bonnery. Oh
2: my god, I loved him too! Who
0: is, like who is like the the head he's assistant so funny, or like cool. he's also another worker there but he's he almost acts like uh Otaharu's assistant who is Otaharu is the president of T- Takanashi Productions and also Sumugi's father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have the weirdest thing in the world, which ah! is Kinako. <laughs> Cuz what the fuck is Kinako?
2: PJ I'm glad, had to look it up. I'm glad you asked, because I was sitting there the whole time like, what is it?
0: I was oh. like, are Digimon just also a thing in this world? It's this set <laughs> in the world of Digimon. I figured and it is was. is Kiniko a Digimon?
2: So what is it? What is the like official it, answer? It's a, a rabbit.
0: rabbit-like pet. It's not a rabbit. It's a rabbit-like pet.
2: A rabbit-like so,
1: pet. Oh, back in okay. high school, I used to ha- you know draw my OCs and stuff, and I had a character named Kevin Applejacks. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it was the breakfast club portion oh, my god and so like god. my other friends had characters named like paula tricks who had a brother named paul tricks um and like I'm so on and f- so on right this.
2: i love um, you need to produce
0: but- this right that's now. the funniest thing i've ever heard oh my god <laughs> but
1: Kevin also spelt stupid. His name was spelled K E V A N. Kevin Applejacks. Just, you're just fulfilling your
2: white lady. Apologies aesthetic. to
0: any of our listeners who might be named Kevin with an A.
1: Uh anyways, Kevin Applejack's had a pet that was a dust bunny that he found under his bed, and it like literally looks like a little like bunny, but with like the same kind of curly like lumps that this bunny has. From this anime and I was like, wow, it takes
0: Kinako from Skylar, is what we're getting at. We're <laughs> gonna, sue. gonna sue. That's what I'm
1: understanding. was gonna sue. Dust Bunny TMTM. TM.
0: Oh gosh. But yeah, every time Go came on screen, every time Skylar could confess to this, I would be like, What even is that? Yeah, and I'd be oh Skylar oh, would just make this. whatever noise he just made perfectly, let me be clear. <laughs> and that I can't. would be like,
1: Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it.
0: So, you know, maybe this is a hot take by Idol 7. Probably my favorite sports anime.
1: <laughs> what? The basketball was so intense. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, that was such oh. well animated basketball.
2: Oh my God. Oh, okay. I was like, are, are you talking about like tropes? Like what's happening here? <laughs> but they literally played basketball. Now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: and it was like so intense like they were all really good at basketball like I also like that none of them were like bad at sports or anything like they were all like really into the game really taking it seriously um there was like hot epic highs and lows (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: Archie Andrews was there. Maybe yeah. parallels to war and drug running.
0: Then <laughs> you've never experienced the epic highs and lows of high school football. football. Oh god! But I literally, when it started, I was like, "Huh? Maybe this is my new favorite sports anime." <laughs> <laughs>
2: what a hot take
0: exactly I like that they tied tied at the end of it too so like the, again just to show how in sync they always are
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bye bye bye, bye, bye.
0: <laughs> yes bye bye, bye 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 uh but Classic. uh yeah with that said um uh but yeah so you know we get through like very non-traditional storytelling and how their rise comes up because um it is more accurate to how this would actually go but you know we usually kind of see You know, the standard, like, Walk Hard the Dewey Cox story trope of, like, the come up into making it. But this is more accurate to what the idol scene is like, which is a lot of just kind of, you audition and now you're in the group. What are you going to do now?
1: Right. Seriously.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. I do think it was super ambitious of her to get such a big venue for their first show.
2: That just shows Um, that she um, believes in them. She does.
0: Yeah. And I like how they were... I do like how her dad was like, I mean... And this is so true. Can I be so clear? As someone who has tried to promote things in the past, when he's like, yeah, I mean, you can hand out all the flyers and get the most clicks on your website that you want. It's not going to lead to people investing their time to do this right right? like you know i think about like when skylar and i were going to like cons and handing out like stickers and business cards and promoting ourselves all the time and i was like paying for ads and i was i we honestly got so little quote unquote like return on investment on that stuff because you know people can check your stuff out all they want but Committing to giving you an hour of their time is is it's hard to give someone right. Um, there's a there's this like term now in like the media space. It's like the economy of attention, right? Um, there's so much stuff fighting for every person's attention twenty four seven that what you're competing for is eyeballs. That's all you're, and for us, ears, right? You're competing for people's attention more than anything. It's not their dollar. It's not their you know. It's not anything else that it used to be, right? It's attention that you're competing for, and that's what's happening here where... You know, he's very much like, yes, t- totally. Did people take your flyer? Yes. Did people visit your website? Yes. But you're asking people to get up out of their house, drive to this place and come buy a ticket and be in the audience. And not that many people are going to do that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember. That's so
0: true. Yeah.
2: I remember taking my marketing class when I was in college and we were given a budget and we were the ones who were responsible for marketing shows for our theater group. And um, it was... And every single time at the end of every show that closed, we would have like a a review. And every time everyone was like, this is hard. (laughs) And we, we didn't get what we wanted. But you know what? we still somehow got people in the theater, so at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Honestly.
0: Butts and seats.
2: But,
1: yeah, it's really hard. And for some reason, anytime we go on either an intentional or unintentional hiatus, our numbers skyrocket.
0: Yeah, I don't... I literally could not explain that to you, because I don't get it. Um, But, like, every time... Every time we've ever, like, had to take a month off or two weeks off or whatever our listens get so much higher and I don't know what that is
2: it is weird I don't know
0: (laughs) but but again right it's like you can't control how your audience finds you and how they choose to interact with you this is the thing I actually tell to a lot of aspiring podcasters you know people who are just starting up because there's kind of like this desire to have an audience to have people tell you like hey I'm listening to you Hey like you know you see those listen numbers go up but you don't see the interaction go up you don't see the credit go up right like um you know you're not see you know you could have 500 listens on an episode And in the episode, you're like, hey guys, uh, what's your favorite book? Tweet at us. And then you'll get zero tweets. And you're like, but 500 people listened. Why didn't no one do that? And it's because people are always going, people are passive enjoyers of things, right? They would, they honestly are just going to enjoy the thing and never interact with it, right? I am like, a huge fan of so many things that I never ever interact with and so right. I try to think about that where I'm like you know I listen to this podcast or this song or this band or whatever and I'm never like let me tweet at them and be like hey guys love the new episode I just listen to it and enjoy it, and so I try to like translate that there as well. And similarly, like here, when you have like this promotional aspect, like there's people who are going to be like, "Oh, this looks interesting," Um, and you know, if you release an album, they'd probably listen to it. But the act of actually getting up and going to the show is a lot more work. And it's people are always going to enjoy things in the easiest way possible. And going to a concert is the most complicated way possible of enjoying something.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of logistics and leaving your house and finding parking and getting into versus the venue just putting on a and... song,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah, or just streaming
2: well, it. Even like within
1: our Patreon, we have like a few Patreon or we have a few patrons, but only like a couple people actually are very like active and engaging in it. And we we obviously appreciate any support that we get, but it's always just like, huh, like. it's just interesting you know yeah
0: because sometimes i'm like huh i guess like if i was paying five dollars a month i would be more active but i say that but then i think about how many patrons i sub i subscribe to that i don't interact with yeah (laughs) like even like little things like i'm on the i pay for the dungeons and daddies patreon and one of the things you can do is submit items for them to use in the show i've never done it never done it um even though i pay monthly for it so i guess like ultimately you just have to think back at how you enjoy things to think about it hey gang it's finally here, Lauren's final episode. Thank you all so much for your patience as we got to this episode. It's been a lot of literal and emotional work to get this put together and released. So again, thank you for your patience, and stay tuned after the episode for a farewell from Lauren. Take it from a larger farewell episode that will be posted on our Patreon later today. Stay tuned on our social medias for announcements of changes and just in general, so you're always in the loop moving forward. We are on all social media platforms at Kawaii and can also be found on our website kawaiidesupod.com. That's k-a-w-a-i-i-d-e-s-u-p-o-d.com. I'll skip the fluff for this month, but a reminder to support us on Patreon if you so choose and leave us a review if you're so inclined. Now, back to the podcast. But that said, when they are in that performance, in that concert, uh, and you have uh, them performing, they do such a good job. They perform like there's a million people in the audience, which is what you should do.
2: Yeah. She mentions that. She's like, this was their first time. It was only for nine people, but they still gave it their all and did an incredible performance.
0: That's actually like advice that you get a lot when you're making something. It's like, like you should be trying to put out your best product every time you, your show, you know, again, to relate about the podcasting because that's what I know is like, your show should be trying to be the quality of a show with a thousand or like 10,000 listeners when it's getting 10, because otherwise how will you ever get to the 10,000? And that's Mm the same thing here. You should be performing for nine people the same way you would perform for nine people thousand because otherwise those nine people are never going to want to come back.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh
0: gosh. Um it's a it's a
1: hard life we live.
0: Um and they have um their their uh, semi their maybe soon to be rivals happen to drive by while they're performing trigger
2: trigger triggered yeah. hashtag triggered. triggered. We, what did you we guys think of seen, like the little
0: bit of trigger we got?
2: I I think they're going to be really good rivals. We had seen them teased earlier where they we were seeing like interviews with them and we were seeing like they're that they were the ones who were topping the charts right now. So like it was set up beautifully for this scene at the end of. Episode Episode two, where they do drive by and hear our group performing for the first time. And clearly they're not as in sync as idolish 7 is. They're not connected. They seem to not even really care. They're just like, we're just going through the motions. Whereas idolish 7 is clearly passionate about what they're doing and the product that they're putting out.
0: I will say I've listened to Idolish Seven music in general before. Um and Trigger's music. If I were to be if I was in this world, I'd be a way bigger fan of Trigger than I would be of Idolish Seven. Really? Why? Why? Trigger is so it's like a lot more like rock forward. Mm. Um and it I don't know, it's sick. I'll show you guys. I'll show you guys the Trigger song. Um, because spoiler alert, even though it's the ED trigger is the ED starting in episode four, that's episode four. <laughs> um but so here's like a little fun fact about uh this anime. So um each of the characters can uh so each of the characters in Idolish in Idolish 7 um, something about J- Japanese names that's super interesting is that they're, they're made up of other characters. So like, you'll get that sometimes like in something like Haiku, like someone will be like, Oh, yeah, my name is blah, blah, blah. And it uses like the character for Raven. uh, Because there's because that's just, you know, it's it's kind of like interesting how you spell out names versus how you say names in Japan um, right, and so the names for all of the characters at seven contain the numbers one through seven in kanji uh and also oh. uh they each have musical symbols uh, that contains uh, that consists of accidentals and dynamics. So Yori uh, has the musical symbol for the double flat, and he represents the number one. Then Yamato has the sharp and represents number two. Mitsuki has the flat and represents three. Tamaki has uh, the mezzo piano and represents number four. Sogo uh, has the mezzo forte and represents number five. Nagi is the natural symbol and represents six, and Riku has a double sharp and represents the number seven. However, Trigger continues this as Trigger Gaku has the treble and represents number eight. Ten has uh the alto and represents number nine, and then Yunosuke has the bass and represents number ten. So it's like they're a continuation.
2: Oh. Interesting. extension of oh my god or is that (laughs) foreshadowing for like
0: do they they're combine? gonna join
2: forces yeah 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 with their powers combined or is it like you know a concert where they like tour around the world and trigger becomes like their opening act because idler
0: 7 well they'd be, they be triggers opening acts it's triggers 8 nine, ten to their one through say, seven
2: and but clearly i already like, uh debuted they're established yeah 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 but clearly well, exactly. yeah idler 7 is gonna be the underdog and clearly they're gonna end up like winning because that's how, like how storytelling works
0: yeah so <laughs> But yeah, I just thought that was such a neat little touch.
2: That really is. I really love that. What a fun like, extra to know about this little anime. Thank you so much. I'm really glad I have this information now.
0: <laughs> uh, um, and, you know, again, so these stories that are based on games are always a little interesting because uh, depending on what kind of game it is um, it means the story kind of has no real resolution but luckily the Adelaide 7 games are more rhythm games than anything with oh, like God. the storyline still pr- pr- the, in the storyline you are playing um, uh, uh, um, in the storyline you are playing Sumugi. you are like the main protagonist set to be the manager of this band so you have to kind of manage that um, and you can change your name and stuff she so don't have to be Sabuki, but obviously that's her, like, given name. Um, but because this isn't necessarily, like, an Atome Idol game, we don't have this weird thing where there has to be a lot of, like, differentiation. Like, similar to kind of like what you have with, Mei- with Prince-sama, where every character kind of has to be equally tied to some to the main character, uh, because there's like a romantic connection that can be developed there. This isn't really a dating game; it's it's a light novel rhythm game, right? So we do kind of get a like a big benefit or up, in my opinion, from that.
1: Hmm. Hmm. So listen, Lauren, I don't think you understand how much I fucking love rhythm games. I love. Am I good at them? Uh.
0: sometimes not.
1: not. Um, I have the Kingdom Hearts uh, melody game. Love that shit. Yeah, you know what? I'm not that good at rhythm games, but I love them so so much. That's
2: so sweet and also depressing. Oh, that you don't have the skills to play the game that you love so much. Right? Exactly. (laughs) I'm sorry.
1: I've never been able to play an Atomi game. I've only played um, a little bit of Obey Me, but they're like really, really expensive. And I would love to play a rhythm Atomi game.
0: You can play with Prince Sama. How much is it? I don't know. I don't know. What do I look like Amazon? Speaking of Uta no Prince-sama, there actually was like this controversy um back in 2016 where idol Seven was accused of plagiarizing artwork from <gasps> Idolmaster and Uta no Prince-sama. Ultimately, oh no. it was determined that they probably didn't but that was a statement made by bandai namco like they were never sued for it like people just accused them of it and then bandai namco was like we had a lawyer review the images and no plagiarism was involved um but um obviously who knows right but that you know that was a controversy that followed Idolish 7 for some time oh my
2: god (laughs) I'm so I'm always so sad when like something like this happens and then it just like doesn't go anywhere. It's like, well, then why did I get all worked up for why?
0: (laughs) Why did I get all worked up?
1: Honestly, though, like because there is just like so much like overlapping, you know, when it comes to like idol, it's kind of like look at the villainous like anime, right? There's always going to be so many like overlapping similarities. Yeah, almost, those characters, like,
0: all those main characters, all look exactly the same.
1: Yeah, seriously. Mm. So like. Um, There's only something you can do. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like half of these characters look like just like characters from Prince Sama. So, like, it's just, it's hard. <laughs> Being original is hard. Yeah.
0: Being and luckily, it's still its co- own complete uh, original story, at least. It's very different from all the, from like Maid Sama and Idol Master and stuff like that. And Maid Sama. I keep saying Maid Sama. I know. Utano, not, not even Utano. Utano uh, Prince Sama. Um, you know, but uh, again, ultimately, what I really like about this is kind of the camaraderie between the band members. A lot of times in stuff like this, there's kind of like a force nature where throughout the season, the Kind of have to learn to like each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even in something like Utoda Prince Sama, what I really like is that these guys are such a unit. They're very bonded together. They're all very enjoyable. their are on rights, which is, you know, how these stories should be. Um, but yeah, I think it's super enjoyable. And the music is pretty good.
1: The music No, is I completely agree. Good.
0: Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed the songs that we... that we The one song we heard outside of the OP. Right. And can I say, so fun, fun fact, uh, another fun fact for Idola 7, just because I'm all full of Idola 7 fun facts today, apparently is uh, the album Regality, uh, which is from the series, became the first album credited to a male in-story character group to top the weekly Oricon album charts. Whoa. Which is like the Japanese, uh, like standard, uh, like charts.
1: I was gonna say, I wonder what that is.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like their <laughs> billboard.
1: Wow. Oh, wow. That makes That's sense. Okay. So cool.
0: Um, uh, but yeah, and it's because their music is really good. But let's talk about that music <laughs> a little bit more. So, the music for Idolers Seven is done by Tatsuya Kato. What did you guys think of the general music for this show? I
1: thought it was great. I was gonna say, score was really simple. It wasn't like super, super, like, noticeable for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 no,
0: but we've talked about this before where in music anime, they tend to have very limited scores so that they don't detract from the actual music.
2: Right, that makes you, sense. Yeah, you know where the money went to, and it was to writing the big songs. And But then they still the do a good is,
0: job with what we they have. They do.
2: Yeah, it's very gentle. It's definitely there. It adds something to the scenes, but it's not something that takes away from the scenes, right? It's not something you're like, whoa, that was a really cool thing they just did with the music. But it does its job. It does its job well. Because it just it just helps the scenes go along. Because
1: like ultimately the performances are what's supposed to stand out. So you don't want to be too distracted by like the background music.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. It makes total sense why it is the way it is. But that said, yeah, it's not, you know, gonna be the thing you're writing home about. Uh, but maybe the OP and EDR. So let's talk about those. So our OP is Wish Voyage by Idolish Seven. Even Laura, what did you think of that OP? It
2: was exactly what I wanted it and needed it to be. (laughs) I was already imagining like, okay, this is going to be a boy band song. And it was a boy band song. It was in video game 3d and that took me like a second i was like oh wow (laughs) listen this is actually a
0: thing that happens a lot in idle anime where for some but like where their music videos and like high big performance things are in 3d as opposed to the 2d of the rest of the anime Mm -hmm. i think it's maybe because it's easier to animate motion in 3d um and get like different camera angles um, But yeah, a lot of like an- idol anime music videos and like big performance pieces are usually in this type of 3D. Cool. Um, cool, 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 cool.
1: I am never a fan when I see it. it. It always like takes me out of it. It was, yeah, it was jarring. I think the song is like fun. It's great. I yeah. love it. But uh, anytime I see that, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I did spend the $56 on the Utomi game.
0: <laughs> oh gosh yeah i completely agree i'm not a big the biggest fan of the art style change right the art medium change but i really like it conceptually it's a weird premise music video wise because it's like <laughs> all airport. of them dresses like beautiful princes and just and hanging out in airport. this empty airport oh
2: my god and then eventually on the runway i was like all right you know what just slay you slay good for you <laughs> slay I do like, not I understand. get it right.
0: It's the not, the song is called "Wish Voyage," and like they're the whatever. wish, and
2: then the airport is the voyage. So it's just like it's a literal translation. Yeah,
0: but I like that <laughs> it's like they're just in this empty airport, dressed to the nines, dancing around and singing,
2: creeping around plants. But I kind of like wish they were on a cruise ship instead. Oh my god, can you imagine this at sea? Oh my God. It's that a real share incredible. moment. If they were on a yes. cruise ship,
0: they wouldn't have that part where they're sexually posing on one of those airport transit vehicles.
2: <laughs> that did that. And was they wouldn't the get to be on a runway.
0: So. You know, there's that, trade-offs you know, I, here and there.
2: hey, you know what? You could have a helicopter landing pad on a cruise ship.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, ultimately, it's a very good song. Idolish Seven, Idolish Seven legit makes good music. they do. Um, and this song is really great. Uh, do I wish it wasn't in three d? Yes, do I still yeah. like it visually and from a design concept? One hundred percent. Whoever does the costume and character design for this? Good, g- God. phenomenal work.
2: It's amazing. I, mean, I was drooling over those costumes. That's the best part of idol animes, though.
1: They always have uh, exposed chests, a lot of straps, a lot of vests, sometimes hats. Well, specifically
0: time? for this video where they're in their like, pr- like the print regalia. There's a lot yeah. of cording on their outfits. God, you know what? Yeah, you're uh, right. Um, I was obsessed. But that's our OP. Let's talk about some controversy. Uh-oh. Let's talk about our ED. Uh-oh. I'm going to say it. it's just... <laughs> so there isn't... <laughs> so it's hard. So this is hard. So we've had situations in the past where, right, something like Dorohedoro, where there's like a new song every episode Um, or we've had, you know, things where it changes a lot throughout the series this one's a little weird it's so much as, in episode one and two it's technically the same song but it's different arrangements of the same song where it's, which is Make a Dream by Tatsuya Kato. And then that's only the ED for Episode 1 and 2. There is no visuals.
2: Nope. Just the just the scrolling Doom text.
0: And then for some reason in Episode 3, the ED is the OP. It's Wish Voyage. And then for Episode 4 through 7, we finally get the Trigger ED. Um, then in Episode 8, we change to Today Is by Idolish 7. Then we go back to 9 through 11 to Heavenly Visitor by Trigger. Then we go to Ame by Mezzo for episode 12, and then for episode 13 through 15, it's back to Heavenly Visitor. So the real, like, ED is Heavenly Visitor. We do not get that in episode one and two, but even though we get the same song in episode one and two, they're so different from each other that I'm curious how you guys went about handling this.
1: Uh, by The laziest absolute... way possible. <laughs> oh, me, <laughs> me freaking out.
0: So okay, so we all freaked out a a little bit or went lazy with it. That aside, what did you guys think of of Make a Dream?
2: I thought legitimately thought i was like this is just the instrumental of the op and moved
0: on and it's not i did not not. i thought that at first too and then i was like oh it's not great okay See,
2: so that's what i thought it was that's what i went with did not realize they were different and i was very lazy with my
0: choice so yeah it's definitely the same song but skyler pointed out to me like played them both back to back and i was like oh those are completely different instrumentations each time great <laughs> so, um, I'm curious, uh, how we'll go about that when we get to it. I'm probably, I might even, I might try to put, uh, I probably put a make a dream like moment in here. Um, but just because it's the real ED, we don't have to have anything for modern contemporary artists for it. Don't, don't get stressed out. I am going to show you now heavenly visitor by trigger because it is the actual ED of season one. 덮덮어 So what did you guys think of Heavenly Visitor by Trigger?
1: Um, That's fucking Literally so
2: fucking good. That's so fire.
0: Yeah, that's fire as fuck, right? Earlier when I was like, I think I would like Trigger more than I was seven if they were real bad. That's what I meant.
2: Yeah, I absolutely get it.
1: Um, no, I, yeah, I would definitely put that on a few playlists. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I really, so what I really like sometimes that happens in music anime and idol anime is sometimes, and I feel like they even did this in like, I mean, it was technically music anime, like Nana, where the OP is like the band and then the ED is like their rival band. Uh, and I love that they do that a lot. lot. And this is, Mm. I mean, a prime example of that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Optimus Um, Prime. Damn, now I'm thinking about music from Nana.
0: Oh, so good. Uh, and this would fit more closely into that range. <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously, as an ED, I think it's very good. The visuals are obviously very like performance heavy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, it's mm-hmm. very like gothic music video, though, for sure.
2: Absolutely. It's better than scrolling text. <laughs>
0: this is our Evanescence Bring Me to Life song for the. <laughs>
2: We don't have to do that segment. <laughs> we already know. We don't
0: have to do it. We have heavenly right visitors here. close enough.
1: It's it's so metal.
0: Um but yeah, I'm glad uh that you guys also like that.
1: No, you're right, PJ. I would definitely um be more into trigger than um Idolish Seven.
0: <laughs> uh but as people, Idolish Seven wins all day.
2: Yes absolutely
0: uh, but let's talk about this music a little bit more as we went to our segment what modern or contemporary artists do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros so Lauren why don't you tell me who you went with for Witch Voyage
2: I immediately went to boy bands because of course as you and, should yeah um, As everyone, I think, probably did. The
1: correct choice.
2: The correct choice. Um, The songs that were fast enough for this didn't have the vocals that I wanted. And then the Mm -hmm. vocals I wanted didn't have the fastness. So Mm -hmm. I ended up picking... (laughs) Oh, it sounds like everyone had the same issues I did. Um, I ended up picking vocals over fastness. I ended up picking the incomparable One Direction. One thing... I liked this one because all the boys were singing at the same time. All the other boy bands were either, like, one or two voices, so... All of them together.
0: Yeah, I think the vocals are great. Like you said, it's hard to find something that was the right vocals and the right energy because this is so much slower. Obviously, in Wish Voyage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, But, you know, you get that stereotypical, how could you avoid it, the moment in any boy band song where they all harmonize together, uh, just Mm. like you do in Mm. Wish Voyage. And it's done very well here in one thing. So, yeah, I think it's a good choice.
1: I think it's a great choice. Um, I completely agree. It's it's hard to match that pacing without going dipping into like J and K pop.
0: Yeah, I mean J pop yeah. songs would have been great. But yeah, uh, Skylar, who'd you go with?
1: Oh, similar to last week, um, kind of, <laughs> kind of rock answers only. I went with uh, a boy band. Uh, take That's that. the right answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's this band called Take That featuring Lulu and their song Relight My Fire.
0: Wow, that's so good for vocals and really energy. Not the energy, but the vibe. The uh, wait, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Like, if this was. uh This is like if you like tempoed um, which voyage down so that the voices were lower and the yes. speed was lower? It's this. this would be that. Like, honestly, it's yeah. wild how good this is while still being so different sounding because it it hits all the same notes just in a completely different way.
2: Aww. Completely, X-rayed. Yeah, No, I don't think I don't you think should have this gotten right wrong answers. answers this only. is a, this no. is really good.
0: Again, it's <laughs> slower and deeper. But if you were to, but like, it still hits all the right things. So that it if does. you were to make this faster and higher, it would be near perfect. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah if you
2: just like sped this up like to 1.25 i think it would be the song
0: so technically you fucking did a terrible job because you said wrong answers only (laughs) (laughs) so way to fucking shit the bed skylar (laughs) all right so uh, i also was you know going through the boy bands and i ended up going with a boy band i've never heard of uh called one true voice and i went with their song sacred trust I think the vocals PJ, are think, great.
1: Yeah, this is great. Yeah, is it, I really
0: like them. I was just like, I've never heard of this band before in my life, but this this works.
1: This is it.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, he this is a really good job.
0: But I think the vocals, yeah, were a, a decent approximation.
2: Yeah, no, I think, I we think all that this is great. This is a great.
0: yeah I think we all found a a piece of the pie that we were able to uh, really latch on to so that no great choices overall this is one that I think is gonna be interesting um
2: (laughs) interesting he says
0: (laughs) look again it's complicated (laughs) because the song is make a dream by Tatsuya Kato one episode uses this very melodic instrumentation the other one uses a lot more techno-y instrumentation I won't fault you for anything you pick here I'm just curious if you pick something
2: (laughs) Um, I do technically have two answers because I was waffling between two different versions of the same song. So I just, I didn't think hard. I just went for instrumental versions of One Thing by One Direction. Um, and one is, and I went for the same part of the song that I picked for the OP. So this is like the technoey version and I have a melodic version.
0: I mean, that's great for the techno version.
2: Yeah, Thank I was going to say, that's pretty good for the techno one. The cover that I found that's melodic is by Tanner Townsend, is this musician's name?
0: Oh, and for our listeners, if you're like techno version, I can't find that anywhere online, but it exists. So, um, you have to go see episode one. So, watch the ending of episode one. That's on you. Uh, yeah, I mean, good. <laughs> uh, I told you good. it was
2: lazy. It was no, no, lazy. I,
0: I just mean because I'm like, yeah, I mean, I again, I just have a lot of feelings about this outro situation. <laughs> Skylar, who'd you go with? Did you go for the techno version or the melodic version?
1: Oh, I definitely went with the melodic version. Oh, thank God, because so <laughs> nice. did I. Okay, um, so I went with a song called, um, I think it's, Spanish or Italian? Sensaciones by Oscar Pascasio.
0: Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I think um mm-hmm. one thing has a little bit more of the like energy of it. Uh but this has uh, a little bit more of the the, the, violin. the the instrumentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours has the uh the slow part at the beginning too. So, yeah. I like this. Yeah. Thank you.
0: I ended up going with uh, a German song. Hell yeah. Uh it is Komm komm nach Haus by Martin Herzberg. Nach-house.
2: As German as hell. <laughs> That's nice that's really pretty
1: really pretty I like it I think it has just a tiny bit too much intensity to it but other than that I think it's a great match I like this as
2: a match I think that this is that part of the song where it starts to build yeah like here
0: yeah like yeah you know what yeah
2: you're right you you went for the beginning part of the song Skylar and PJ went for the end and I think that they're both great choices yeah Good for us. Ben. no
0: I mean yeah this was a weird one I have no thoughts only desire that only they have just started doing heavenly visitor from episode one (laughs) (laughs) um but that said that is the end of our music segment so that's where we are going to take a quick break watch some additional clips some additional context and get lauren's closing thoughts on Idolish seven so we're gonna do that and we'll be right back so stay tuned Alright, we're back. We a watch some additional clips, some additional context, some additional funny moments, dramatic moments, uh, amazing, amazing music videos. Lauren, tell me after all of that, uh, obviously Idolish 7 continues to be really funny, really enjoyable, really ridiculous, um, but also there's clearly some tension that starts to build. Some of those dramatic moments with the other bands or just in general, and uh, the music video quality only keeps getting better and better. Uh, and so does music. Idolish 7, uh, some of the later songs, were, uh, you know, tw- like so good and, you know, might even rival my uh, uh, interest in Trigger. But that said, um, you know, obviously it's only up to you to decide if you're going to keep watching it. So let's ask you the question Lauren, would you keep watching Idolish 7?
2: This was. Simultaneously, so relaxing for me to watch and just like sink into and enjoy. But there were also stakes involved. And I like really cared about these characters, even from the beginning. I think we've more or less given our hand away as to who the best characters were. Mine was Yamato of fucking course it was mine's is Nagi. mine was riku oh yeah.
0: yeah we all had different ones um so obviously obviously the second yamato came on screen i knew it was gonna be lauren's favorite that's mine He's i didn't even know anything about it oh super smart guy with glasses who's uh who has a, a secret revenge streak all that's right it. that's lauren's <laughs> favorite that's me Thank you. Next. Uh, excitable redhead, who's just a big ball of energy and secret talent. Of course, that's going to be Skylar's favorite. Uh, of course. Uh ridiculously hilarious character, who's also a huge weeb uh, and really into magical girl anime and can barely speak any Japanese. PJ's favorite.
2: There you go. <laughs> I love it. We all played into our own tropes.
0: <laughs> and I mean, you guys. I feel like it's no. Ju- it was so obvious. Even while we were t- watching context, every time Nagi said literally anything in his broken Japanese, I would just crack up laughing. Oh my I God. think he's so funny. Uh, and I just also love that he's a to- Like he's the only one of them that's like a weeb.
2: Honestly, good for him doing the yeah. Lord's work out good here. For honestly, him. honestly yeah but
0: that said yeah I'm glad we all have different favorite characters too because they're all so good they're they're all enjoyable
2: yeah they're all so different from each other but they're all so good together and I am very interested in not only seeing more songs from them because they are a very good band but I also want to see their rise to the top so I will keep watching Idolish 7
0: yay Yeah, no, this is such a fun anime. I'm glad you enjoy it. But what other people enjoy it? What do you recommend, Idolish 7, for someone looking to start their anime journey?
2: I'm so torn because this is lovely. And it is a very, you know easy way to show someone an idol anime because everybody is so enjoyable. But at the same time, it's an idol anime. And is that where you start someone?
1: Yeah. It's kind of like what happened last week for me where it's like a little little too niche. I don't think... I think there's a much bigger percent of people that um, would like anime and not like idol anime. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense?
0: Can I say, I think as an idol anime, this throws you straight into it a little bit. Like you're already in the mix. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a little hard for a newcomer. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, even going back to something like Prince Sama because you're at the school and everything, I feel like there's a lot more explanation given. Yeah. Versus here, you're diving straight into like these, this is these people's like hopeful career. And you're already, they're already in the industry and you're expected to kind of know a little bit about how that works.
2: Right. But at the same time, BTS Army is like huge.
0: But I mean, even the K pop industry is super different from the idol industry. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, ultimately, I. I think because I think this is a phenomenal anime and I think if you're into idol anime this is great because you have that pre knowledge. I think had I not watched Prince Princeama before watching this I would have been a little or, or not already known about the J-pop, K-pop and idol industries I would have been a little lost. So mm-hmm. because of that I'm going to say no.
2: Yeah, I'll also say no. Yeah, I don't so think this is a good start.
0: A definitely great anime. It is a kawaii success but a kawaii desu do thumbs down not a great starter anime. Uh, but once they get some under their belt, definitely show them this. Oh, for sure! Uh, but there's still one big question left to ask.
1: And that question is, is there an AMV for that? AMV. Anime music videos. Is there an
0: name- All right, Lauren, you know the rules. Give me your song and artist for Idolish 7.
2: Didn't think hard about this either. I picked Dynamite by BTS.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm positive there is
2: one. There's gotta be,
0: right? (laughs) Of course there's gotta be. It is one of the biggest songs by one of the biggest boy bands for a boy band anime. There are several MVs for Dynamite by BTS for Idolish 7. So that's three points in the book. But Uh would you get more?
1: Because it's time for the super secret, not-so-secret bonus round. Lauren, do you think someone out there could possibly have made an AMV for Idolish 7 to Evanescence Bring Me to Life? No, because Trigger exists.
2: <laughs> Why would you need Evanescence when Trigger's right there?
0: Uh, so you no. said No. Cut. Yes.
2: Now you're making me stressed No, I'm just
0: confirming you said no. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, I said no.
0: I feel like I need to call out Skylar right now, um, because oh, Skylar, I think, has tried to skew the vote here. <laughs> because 14 minutes ago, <laughs> on the Kawhi disappointment podcast YouTube page, "Bring Me to Life" Finalist Seven AMV was posted 14 minutes ago while we were recording this. What? what what the fuck (laughs) why did this pop into your brain when did you have the time to do this it's good (laughs) did you do this while we were recording
1: um only during the context clue or the context and then
2: the videos
0: <laughs> look this is complicated because i feel like by all intents and purposes <laughs> you should get your fourth point because there wasn't one when 14 I... minutes ago yeah
2: when i was thinking of songs after watching the first two episodes there i there wasn't one well, Look,
0: technically there <laughs> is. all
2: i have That's to say what? is maybe we watch it <laughs> maybe we why watch- skylar
0: why did you do this <laughs> oh my god this is literally one of my favorite podcast moments in the history of our podcast is being like oh there is one wait 14 minutes ago Kawhi disappointment (laughs) not gonna lie that was pretty good skylar literally though when did you make this
2: during recording during the context how
0: did you make this so fast
2: she's a professional (laughs)
0: look all i'm saying is yeah, yeah, you guys, you gotta go check this out. It is on our YouTube page. It's not even a plug for our YouTube page. No,
1: no, no. It was immediately copyright claimed.
0: The I'm watching user- it right now, and I'm not on your YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, no, I still have access to it. I'm not on our YouTube. Okay, look, I'll saying, it's look up Bring Me to Life, Idler 7, AMV Evidence, Skylar named it like she was having a fucking stroke. <laughs> <laughs> um and it's there it's the only one so i will still give lauren her four points look uh as much oh, as kind trying to cheat her out of them because Kyler hates lauren
1: <laughs> it all I just comes thought, out listen you could have your four points i don't care i just thought it'd be so funny it if- was
0: this was uh, the most amazing thing that's ever happened <laughs> I've never been more shocked than when I looked down and saw our YouTube page as the posting page for this AMA. Uh, what a moment! What a what a moment! I wish you all could have been here with us experiencing this. Uh, you have the second hand of it, listening to it right now. Go. Listen, go watch the AMV. Skylar literally made this in, like, no time. No time. And it's not bad. It's very good. I do
1: have to say, obviously, it was a lot of clips taken from established like clips that were on youtube already just being sliced together
0: yeah so. regardless she made this very quick it's very good uh <laughs> check it out and um That's a, yeah an four points winning... in the book i guess um, Jesus. <laughs> wow i'm so shook this is totally throwing off the vibe <laughs> <laughs> but okay. that is a Kawaii success in the book, a Kawaii Desu thumbs down, and four points, maybe technically three, depending on your perception. <laughs> uh, for Lawrence, so that is uh, just a great time and another successful journey through an anime.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh God! What a wild ride this was, Lauren. Thank you so much for going on it with us.
2: Thank you so much for having me. And thanks, Jobs, yes. for the rec. Yes, super, super big thank you,
0: so Jobs. Obviously, we know you are a huge Idler Seven fan, so hopefully, you like this episode. I know, um, you know, we kind of just talked about the characters and the the trivia that you probably already know. And episode one and two don't establish too much, so you know, maybe it wasn't the most in depth look at Idol Seven, but hopefully, you. Still liked our look at Idolish 7 and hopefully you liked that Skylar made an AMV for Evanescence Bring Me to Life to it. I honestly uh,
1: should have set four <laughs> jellums.
0: Four jellums. But with that said thank you again for recommending it. Thank you Lauren for watching it and I'm glad you ha- had a good time. But more importantly I hope our listeners had a good time. A fun time. A I can't believe Skylar made an AMV in the time we were doing context clips time.
1: I am an a- <laughs> and I
2: am an AMV prodigy time. And I don't know if I have four points or three points, but I'll take what I can get time. <laughs>
0: <sighs> but until next time, we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ.
2: I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren.
0: And this will never be topped in the history of our podcast for me. So <laughs> the sweet bye, thoughts. everyone. <laughs> bye. 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 Hey, everyone. Thanks for sticking around. While we will be posting a larger farewell episode for Lauren over on the Patreon, we didn't want to paywall a farewell from someone you've all grown to love listening to. So here is a large portion of Lauren's farewell for you to listen to. And if you'd like to check out the full Goodbye episode slash award show, uh, check it out on our Patreon. But without further ado, here's Lauren's goodbye. But our final uh, question came to us from Crimson from the Anabase podcast, uh, who asked, congratulations, Lauren. What will you miss most about the podcast?
2: I am going to miss getting to watch new anime pretty much every week. Um, I really enjoy going into box lunch and pointing at someone and being like, that's from this anime, and that's from this anime. (laughs) My friends hate it. I love doing that shit, and I know that I'm going to lose some of that knowledge because there will be new anime that comes out that I might not catch or I might not know. There might be, you know, another resurgence of an anime that I'm like, I didn't get to see that one. It excites me because then I'll like go find it myself, but I won't be as in the know anymore. This was so fun. You guys were really great guides through this anime world that i had no idea was so nuanced and so big and so fun and exciting so thank you both so much for taking so much time to guide my little white ass self through <laughs> <laughs> the anime world
0: yeah i mean it was super fun i have thoroughly enjoyed these i mean gosh how many episodes have you even been on now
2: two seasons M- were many
0: 78 78 episodes you did with us not including the dozens of episodes that we re- did for the patreon
2: oh yeah 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 that patreon so, i mean that stacked. you've
0: easily probably committed a 100 hours of, of content to this podcast mhm
2: uh, mm-hmm.
0: and it was a it was a fun more than 100 hours right because there's a lot that we added out a lot of work mm. in the pre and the post Um, but you know it it was Super fun getting to do this with you. You know, when Casey left, we didn't know what we were going to really pick up with. And as soon as we did an episode with you, we knew that we wanted it to be you. So we were really glad that that worked out. Mm. And, um, you know, as much as, you know, it's very sad to see you go now. Yeah. You know, I think we couldn't have remotely asked for any more of you. You know, you gave us over 100 hours of content, more than 100 hours of fun time spent together, watching the anime, talking about the anime, texting about what kind of lineup we think we should do the next month. And planning for patreon content and doing all this random fun stuff you know um it's been it's been a f- super fun ride and i'm super glad i got to do it with you
2: thank you i'm glad i got same. to same guys
1: it was a good two seasons it just it's always really hard saying goodbye to a host and i think it's just like really hard for me to speak on it
2: like you're just you're gonna be missed yeah yeah i'm gonna miss doing this with you guys too
0: well, I will miss you, you'll miss us, the community will miss you. Uh and I mean we'll we'll miss what this in general was right. You know, this was a, a fun little departure. We, we grew a lot as a podcast, uh, throughout the time, you know, I feel like we really refined our format, really worked on a lot of stuff. And now we're, you know, putting a uh, pen to paper chalk to the board once again, to look at where, look at where we go now. Uh, but we will keep going. We'll keep doing, uh, this stuff, just not with our dear friend, Lauren, who does now officially become a Kawaii Desu all-star.
1: I thought you were about to say who becomes officially a Kawhi (laughs) disappointment.
0: She's officially a Kawaii disappointment to me. That's why
2: yeah, no, I. That's fine.
0: Oh uh, gosh, good. no, our time together was a kawaii success.
2: Kawaii success. <laughs> I think so too. Four points to everybody.
0: Four points to everybody. Uh, one day I'll just sit down and autistically count through all the points that you earned throughout the episodes you did, and and like do something with that. But for right now, that still means nothing. <laughs>
1: I just oh hope God. there's gonna be a day where Lauren just like my Evanescence is tingling, and I'll know. Yeah, you'll never someone. be able to turn
0: off the Evanescence. You're gonna be watching a random anime that like a friend in like four years is like you. We should watch this together. And somewhere in your brain, you're gonna be like, "There's, there's an AMV. Evanescence. Uh, bring, <laughs> me evanescence the bring me to life, B to this." <laughs>
2: Talk about one of those useless superpowers. like. <laughs> <laughs> and it really mine.
0: was a superpower. Well, with all of that, you know, yeah, just thank you so much. Thank you to all of our listeners who have been with us on the journey. Lauren joined us at a time when we started our Patreon, started new formats, tried all these new things. So you know, a lot of you have honestly probably mostly known a Lauren era. Definitely have probably gone back and listened to those Casey or uh, guest extravaganza episodes. Skylar and I will definitely be coming back to you with uh, a fresh, a fresh uh, concept, a fresh show, probably some fresh, definitely some fresh cover art. Um, we just have uh the ghost of lauren there with us the whole time. <laughs> we've talked about the past, we've talked about the future, uh, and we've even gotten to talk to each other about the present and how we're feeling about all of this. But with that, Lauren, do you have any final parting words to us, to the audience, to the world?
2: Thank you for taking me on this journey, exposing me to things I never would have exposed myself to. And I do not mean that in a dirty way. I just realized how that could have come off. Um, (laughs) But it's not. Um, (laughs) Thank you for listening. And I am so happy that I got to experience this journey with you as the listeners, as well as with PJ and with Skylar. I wouldn't have done it with anybody else.
0: I don't think anyone else could have convinced you to do this except us.
2: 100 percent
0: uh and i'm super glad that we did again a great time a great fun and ultimately a kawaii success and while there will be a month from now until the next time you see us we hope that wait isn't a kawaii disappointment i've been pj
2: i've been skylar
0: and for the last time
2: i've been lauren
0: and with that farewell everyone for us temporarily but for lauren Forever.
2: Forever. (laughs) Cue the vitamin (laughs) C.
1: I was going to say, cue the vitamin C graduation song.
0: As we go on, we remember all the times we've we've, watched together. (laughs) 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 And we will remember them. Bye, everyone.
2: Bye. Goodbye.